Welcome to the Podcast Advertising Playbook, a show dedicated to podcast advertising. If you're a podcaster or an advertiser and you're wondering how you can take advantage of this rapidly growing space, you're in the right place. On the program, we'll discuss strategies and techniques to optimize your experience with podcast advertising. Hello and welcome to the Podcast Advertising Playbook. I'm your host, Heather Osgood, and I want to thank you for joining me today. On today's episode, we're going to talk about seven easy rules of podcast advertising campaigns. There really isn't a ton that you need to do with podcast advertising to make it successful. So we've created these seven just easy kind of tips and rules so that you can make sure that your campaigns are off to a good start and really get the results that you're looking for. First, you want to make sure that you are aligning your campaign with podcasts that reach your target market. Now, I realize that might feel like maybe a simplistic thing to say, but it's so important. And so I have to make sure that I mention it here. If you're not actually reaching the people who are going to be purchasing your products or services, it doesn't matter how many of those people you're reaching if they're not your target customer. So make sure that you have identified podcasts that are going to hit your target market. One of the things I think can be a bit misleading in podcasts because the topics are so specific, I often find that advertisers are really looking specifically to match their product with podcasts of a very similar or exact kind of topic. So for instance, if you were a company and you were selling um, sporting goods, you might feel like you just had to advertise on podcasts that talked about sports. The problem is, is that by doing that, you're eliminating a lot of great podcasts that could be a good fit for your product or your service. So I encourage you to look at your target market and not just the topic of the podcast. If you know your target market is men between the ages of 25 and 45, obviously who are going to like sports, you're going to want to reach those people. And so you have to think about the types of podcasts that they will listen to. Will sports podcasts work for you? Of course they will. Of course they're a great fit. And there's nothing wrong with looking to those sports podcasts if you were somebody who's selling sporting good items, obviously. But there are so many other podcasts out there who can reach your target demographic in a really effective way. So look at the podcast and really examine who is listening to this podcast and are they going to be the right customer for you? I don't think there's anything wrong with doing matchy-matchy, but also I encourage you to look outside of that to other shows as well because their saturation might not be as high for that particular type of product. So you might get a better response for shows that aren't as matchy-matchy. So make sure that you are aligning your campaign with the correct target market. That's the most important thing. The next rule is to advertise on multiple podcasts. Some are going to work really well and others may not work as well. Especially if you're a first time advertiser in the space, I highly, highly encourage you to pick multiple shows to advertise on. And part of the reason that we're wanting you to pick multiple shows is because every show is created very differently. It's not like one platform, like Facebook, where you're going on Facebook and you're advertising and it's this one platform. Yeah, you're going to need to maybe tweak your messaging. Maybe you're going to need to tweak your image. Maybe you need to tweak who you're reaching with that message. But Facebook is going to be Facebook every time. 
Podcasts are different because every podcast is created differently and they're mostly independent podcasters. Of course, there are huge, um, you know, radio groups and podcast groups that are producing lots of podcasts and you might find more similarities within one group, but the vast majority of podcasts out there are independently produced. They're going to have their own independent feel. So it's important that you really experiment and you try different types of podcasts so that you can see what's going to work and what's not going to work. If you just try one podcast and you don't get the results that you're looking for, you may be discouraged to try podcast advertising in the future. So I encourage you to try multiple shows at the same time. I would say somewhere between three and five is a good place to start and examine which shows work and why they work and how they're pulling and maybe how they're not pulling. Um, You can look at the ad reads, you know, to see how the hosts are doing their ad reads. All of these things are important factors to consider. So start with multiple podcasts. The next thing to do is promote a product that is a top seller for you. If you're brand new to podcast advertising, we want you to come to the podcast space with a product that you already have tested that you know sells well. Now, obviously, if you've done lots of podcast advertising in the past and it's worked well and you've got a new product that you're looking to sample out to see how people are going to react to it, then go for it. That's terrific. But if you're brand new to the space, you don't want to try a brand new product to a a brand new advertising medium for your company. You want to pick a seller that you know is going to work well. You're going to want to pick a product that people already know and like and are going to buy so that you're not testing that product. You're not testing whether or not that product's, you know, specific characteristics are working. You're testing whether the medium is working. So it's really important that you come to the table with a product that has already been proven to see the best results possible. That's not to say that if you're a brand new company that podcast advertising isn't good for you, but if you are an established organization, I recommend that you promote a product that is already selling well for you so that you are really able to truly examine the specific medium of podcast advertising to see how it's working for you. So that's one suggestion we have. Next, in terms of our rules, rule number four is to make sure the host has a sample of your product. Because podcast ad reads are by and large host-read endorsement type reads, if you are able to give a sample of your product to the host, they'll have the opportunity to try your product, to use your site, to interact with your company, so they can see where your real strengths are and they can communicate that in a very authentic way. So I really recommend that you try your best to get the product that you have in the hands of the host so that they can try out that product and, you know, know the ins and outs of the product, know the ins and outs of your company so that that message will come across in a really strong, powerful way. That leads us to tip number five, which is to provide the host with your unique selling proposition. Make sure that they understand your company. Make sure they understand what makes you different. We were on a call last week with a shoe company that really stood out to me. They stood out to me because I am looking for a new pair of walking shoes. And I just really loved the founder of this company. He had so much excitement and enthusiasm for his product. It was so 
evident to me in just five minutes of the call that he knew footwear better than anyone else that I had ever spoken with about shoes. He understood how injuries happen in people. They had designed a really unique shoe wear, you know, this unique shoe line that helped people avoid injuries, have comfort, be better performing athletes. All of these things came across in this conversation that I had with this business owner. And those are the types of things you want to make sure that the podcast host understands. So as they're doing this ad read, they can really help your product come to life. At the end of the day, the ad read should be something that comes across so that the audience feels like this host is so excited and so in love with the product that they really feel that their listener has to have that product too. When we look at podcast ads, one of the big strengths of the medium is that host read endorsement ads. We all like to buy products and services. I was looking for a new pair of walking shoes and I was able through this you know, gentleman to get the information that I wanted to know about why his shoe was different. And that podcast host needs to make sure that they have the ability to communicate that about your product as well. Because when we hear about products and services that intrigue us and excite us, we're going to be much more likely to actually make a purchasing decision, which is the whole point of the campaign, right? Is to create these interesting products for people to become aware of so that they will buy that product. So make sure the host has some compelling information about you and your company And make sure that that information is fairly succinct. You don't want to give the host a whole book about your organization. They've got a 60-second ad window most of the time to get their ad read out. And you want to make sure that you're giving them succinct, compelling information about your company that they can personalize and share with, with their audience. So make sure that you're giving them the fuel that they need to really create a good ad read, which is that combination of a nice sample of the product, as well as really strong talking points that you're giving them so that they can craft a message that that's going to speak uniquely to them and their audience. Next, you want to make sure that you're tracking the results of your campaign. Now, there's several different ways that you can look to track the results of your campaign. You can certainly set up a promo code, which is, I would say, one of the more common ways to track results in podcast ad campaigns. Oftentimes, companies will have unique URLs that they use. So you might use a unique URL and a promo code. You might just use a promo code. I don't typically encourage advertisers to use both a unique URL and a promo code because that means that buyers are having to go through two hoops in order to, you know, make sure that they're getting that special offer that you have laid out there. Uh, So if you can do one or the other, I think that that's really a good place to start. But having that as a foundation is, is important. And what is kind of piggybacked with that is making sure that you have a strong offer. So I have seen oftentimes advertisers come to the table wanting to see direct response from the campaign that they're running. However, they're not willing to offer any sort of a compelling offer to the listener to get them to track the results in that way. If you're wanting to use podcast advertising as a direct response medium, you have to create the pieces that will allow us to see whether or not we're getting results. And those pieces are really start with a strong offer. If you're running the exact same offer 
all over your website, all over social media, and then you put it on podcasts. Even if somebody thinks it's a compelling offer, if they've seen it somewhere else, or if they go to your website and the minute they go to your website, the exact same offer pops up, there's no motivation for them to use their promo code or to try a unique URL because they're getting that same offer. If you are not a company that typically does offers, give that a lot of consideration before you start your podcast ad campaign. You cannot simultaneously want to have a product that has a high price point and really set a a level of branded, uh, you know, branded messaging out there and want to run a direct response campaign. You can't do both. Either you have decided you want to run a direct response campaign and you're going to put an offer in place to get results like a direct response campaign would get. Or you have to decide that you would prefer brand advertising and that price integrity and the quality of the product, the image of the product is more important to you than seeing the specific results that you're getting from your campaign. So consider that as you're putting your campaign together and decide, are you somebody who is willing to put out a strong offer in order to track results with the promo code or unique URL? The next layer of tracking results that we have in here is attribution. So attribution is a newer kind of player to the podcast front, but through specific platforms that have been created, we are able to see who has listened to the podcast and then comes to your website to make a purchasing decision. So if you don't want to deal with promo codes, you don't want to deal with you know strong offers, and you are just solely looking to use attribution tracking, that's fine as well. And that's definitely an option. Most of the time, I tell people that we want to look at both. We want to put a promo code in place with a strong offer, and we also want to use the attribution tracking because it gives us two sets of information that are really important to examine the results of the campaign. If you're a first-time advertiser to podcasts, unless you're already an established brand and you have that um, ability to do branded advertising, you're probably going to want to start with some sort of a tracking mechanism because you want to know if your advertising is working and you want to see how people are responding to specifically podcast advertising. So putting these, these pieces in place is really important. Last, you want to make sure that you're monitoring your campaign for downloads and impressions that you have received throughout the campaign. So as, um, any of the attribution tracking platforms will allow you to see the type of traffic that you've gotten and the number of downloads that have happened to your ads or the number of impressions that you've received. So that's another powerful piece. However, each podcast has its own hosting provider, similar to a website hosting provider. The podcast hosting provider gives you a level of metrics that is really important. How many downloads has the podcast received in the time frame that you've been advertising so that you can really see how many impressions are, are taking place? In my opinion, the podcast hosting provider information is the third leg of the stool in terms of tracking results. So first, you've got your promo code and or unique URL associated with that strong offer. Next, you have your attribution tracking platforms that will allow you to see who has listened to the podcast and then who has come and made a purchasing decision. And finally, you have your hosting provider giving you the exact downloads or impressions that have happened during your campaign. All three of these pieces are going to give you the ability to really track the results of your podcast ad campaign to see if it was successful. 
So that gives you the seven easy rules, easy tips to follow to create a successful podcast ad campaign. If you have never done any podcast advertising, I highly encourage you to reach out to us at truenativemedia.com. We would love to walk you through how we can make podcast advertising successful for you and how we can connect you with podcasts that we represent that could be really effective for you. So thanks so much for listening to the show. I appreciate you being here and I appreciate you supporting all of the wonderful things that are happening in the podcast space. Have a terrific day and we will talk to you again real soon. If you want to learn more about how to be a market leader in podcast advertising, reach out to us at truenativemedia.com.